Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. What's up, this your boy Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. You know you've got a comeback in you. When you take the next step, you're going to make it count. For your career, for your family, for your life. You can earn a degree you're proud of with Purdue Global. Purdue Global is backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected and innovative public universities. This is your chance. This is your opportunity. This is your comeback. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Inside the Studio on iHeartRadio. My name's Jordan Runtog, but enough about me. Let's talk about my guest. She's an immensely talented singer-songwriter who's fused her passion for country music with her passion for grunge. You can get a taste with her new six-track EP, One of These Days, which features her empowering new single, More Me, and recent favorites like the euphoric Sweetheart and the deeply personal title track. And if you still want more, I encourage you to check her out on TikTok, where she has plenty more songs that are as hilarious as they are catchy. There's a cautionary tale about a man with a mullet, and my personal favorite, a track called Sherlock Homewrecker, which, for my money, would do the Dixie Tricks proud. I'm so happy to welcome Sophia Scott. Well, first and foremost, your new song, More Me, came out a few days ago, and I love it so much for so many reasons, not least of all that introduced me to the phrase small truck energy, which we got to get on a t-shirt or something. That's so good. Um... Right? Yeah. Um, You said it's a song for anybody who needs to find themselves again, which is such a great message. Tell me about where that song came from for you. Yeah, well, first I was going to say that maybe I'm not supposed to say this yet, but it is being on it. It's coming on a t-shirt. Is it really? Yeah, we'll send you one. I made that up. Wow. I'll send you one, yeah. (laughs) Please. (laughs) Um, Although it's going to say big truck energy, so... (laughs) <laughs> I guess you'd probably sell more with the, but yes, 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 yes. Good um, anyway, um, that song is cool because um, it actually, although I do tell it from my own point of view and my own perspective, it's actually from, it transpired from a conversation that I had with a girlfriend one night. We were sitting and drinking wine on her couch and she 
she was in sort of a toxic relationship in which I feel like she was being controlled more or less. And I think, you know, we, we were just talking a lot about it. And I think she was kind of at the end of her rope. And she was like, you know, I just need a lot less him and a lot more me. <laughs> and I was like, that's a song. And I was actually going into the studio like a few days later. And, and so I, I wrote that and I wanted it to be really fun and kind of not like a diss on him, but you know, <laughs> it, yeah, it's a female empowerment song. And yeah, I think, I don't know. I hope that it's relatable. I mean, I, I, although it's told from her perspective, I think that it, it many people know that feeling of just losing yourself in a relationship with somebody else and needing to kind of maybe find who you are again. Get that boundary of how much is, you know, time for the relationship versus how much just for myself. Yeah, that's a, a really, it's a tough thing to learn. It is, yeah, sure is. Um, you've debuted a number of just amazing songs on TikTok. Sherlock Holmes Wrecker is a favorite of mine, but Mull It Over <laughs> is just stunning. I mean, an ode to, uh, either an ode or a cautionary tale, I can't really tell which, about a man with an F-150 and a mullet. What are your plans for all these songs? I'm just so blown away by how, I mean, I'm somebody who's never written a song in his life, so this is just like sorcery to me. You have all these songs. What are your plans for some of the ones that are living on TikTok now? Are they slated for uh, a future EP, future album, or so many of them? I know, there's a lot. I'm actually so happy you answered, or you asked me this question, because I feel like everybody's for the TikTok audience, especially because they're like, where the hell are all these songs? Um, but yeah, I, I have plans to release. I, I can't say all of them right now, but a large majority of them, there is an album coming and my debut EP comes out next week. So some of them are on there and then some are still to come. It's just hard, you know, I feel like people don't realize just how much goes into like actually putting a song out and all that. And so then I, I've kind of tried to scale it back now with releasing all the demos because I feel like now I have angry fans that are like, where the <laughs> hell is it? <laughs> oh, they are so great. But yeah, I'm glad you like Molly <laughs> One of my favorites. I, I, I did get some angry um, men with mullets that did not like the song so much, but you know... I, it's not a diss on mullets. It's just a diss. No, it's, it's a it's a diss on a guy. It's a diss on a guy. Yeah, I was like, I actually love mullets, so I want it to be said that I love mullets. <laughs> I mean, speaking of just this incredible wealth of music you have, not too far back, you released another single, One of These Days, which is an absolutely gorgeous song. I know it's a very special song for you from a very personal place. Uh, can you tell me a little bit about that track? It sounds like it was something that was kind of uh, in the works for, for years. You wrote that years ago, right? Yes, yes. Wow, you've done your research. Um, I appreciate it. Yeah, I... Uh... Appreciate your music. <laughs> Thank you. Um so yeah, I wrote that song almost like four years ago, actually. And I've, it's, I've been holding it in my back pocket, I guess, because it is so personal. And I think, you know, since writing it, it really opened up a door to my songwriting as far as like being able to become vulnerable. I think I had written a lot of breakup songs that sort of scratched the surface of, you know, going into that, but I had never, it's very scary as a songwriter to actually go deep and talk about things that might make 
some relationships in your life uncomfortable, um, if that makes sense. Um, you know, just this song talks about my parents' divorce, and for a really long time, I was so scared to play it for them, even though it's not, you know, it's not bashing really either of them. It's just talking about a personal experience that I had with that. And I think I have realized, especially through writing it, and and that's only really one aspect of the song. The song is about a lot more than that, but that's the first verse. And I think, you know, music to me growing up has always been a healing something that can help heal me, you know, or just at least make me feel less alone. And when other songwriters and or just other artists that I love are willing to go there and willing to go to that vulnerable place and talk about, you know, some real stuff, I think, you know, I, I, I for whatever reason that day, I was like, I got to go there. I got to like, I got to do it. It's like my therapy. And, and I hadn't write, I had never written with either of these two other songwriters who I wrote, co-wrote it with. And they were like, let's like talk about some real shit basically. And I was like, yeah. And um, so we ended up writing that. And I think the song really has become this like, cause yes, the first verse is about my parents, but then it it's about my own realization with just love and life and my own breakups and, you know, then into my career and just how, you know, I think, I hate saying everything happens for a reason because I, I don't know if that that's necessarily the message, but but that there's, through any difficult situation that you go through, there's growth and there's strength on the other side and, you know, you you can come out of it. And I think it's it's become my personal reminder of just knowing that I can I can do anything and I, I can I can find strength through any sort of bad situation I go through. I almost got the sense that it was like the flip side to your song Sweetheart in a way. I mean, the one of these days is all about the hard times and then Sweetheart's kind of all about the good stuff that can come, the other side of it. Yeah, well, it's funny because that, so that actually leads me into why I called the record or the EP is, is called One of These Days also. Um, and I kind of decided after going back and forth through a million different titles and trying to figure out what I wanted to call the project, we landed on one of these days because I think all the other songs fit into that same message. And Sweetheart, you know, is the second verse of one of these days, essentially like hmm. rolled into one, if that makes sense. You know, it's about my high school sweetheart and, you know, just wishing, wishing him well and knowing that there's, I don't know. Your first love is a complicated thing, but also I think a wonderful thing. And you learn so many lessons from that situation. And I, you know, I wanted to, we put it out around Valentine's Day and I wanted to like, just basically give an ode to all sweethearts and all first loves and wishing them well and knowing that although it didn't work out, you know, we can still appreciate it for what it was and still see the sweet in the sweethearts, you know. Oh, absolutely. I hope everybody looks back on their first, you know, love fondly. And it has that because that's such a special thing for me. And I, I think of how much I learned and how, you know, special they still are to me, wherever they are. I have no idea where they are right now, but I still, you know, think about them from time to time. And it's, yeah, no, I think that's a, that's a wonderful place to be at. And I, I hope that people have that, I'll call it a gift, you know, that to look back on that time in their life and that person in their life fondly. Totally. Yep. I agree. 
I but one of these days, I mean, what an incredible song! I, I love I love the two versions. You have the uh, I think you called it the sad piano version, a, a stripped down version of it too. But it it's it's such an amazing song. And I, I was curious, and and I love asking songwriters this because I always get a different answer. Do you ever learn something about yourself? when having finished the song and heard it back, I, I liken it to like a dream reading. Do you ever hear the song back and I should think, oh my God, that this is this is what I meant by this. I didn't know it at the time, but. I honestly have chills because I just was talking about this the other day, like with songs that I wrote three years ago, I'll be like, I'll listen to and I'll be like, oh my God, it's like, I didn't even know what I was talking about when I wrote it, but it was like, I got it out. And now listening back, I'm like, this this is more real to me than it than it was when I wrote it. If that makes sense, like three years later, oh, yeah. like, somehow it's like, oh, now this actually makes more sense than it did when I wrote it. I don't know how that's possible, but yeah, it's interesting. It's it, yeah, it, it it means something new, I guess. Oh, totally. I mean, it's like in dreams, you kind of disguise whatever it is you're going through in. Other people, other pictures, other scenes, whatever it is, and then you, you you need to get some perspective from it to 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 read into the metaphors or whatever it is. I guess it's so interesting. Completely well, and I think that even like, you know, I feel like not that history repeats itself, but it's like you you go through cycles of life, and so yeah. these songs that you know maybe they don't necessarily correlate to what you're going through in this specific time, they they will at another time in your life when you're going through it again or whatever. Yeah. Oh, that's a great point. Yeah, we de- we definitely have patterns that we return to. In exactly. Behaviors, relationships, some good, some bad, but... Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. For sure. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with a king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. AI might be the most important new computer technology ever. It's storming every industry, and literally billions of dollars are being invested. So buckle up. The problem is that AI needs a lot of speed and processing power. So how do you compete without costs spiraling out of control? It's time to upgrade to the next generation of the cloud. Oracle Cloud Infrastructure, or OCI. OCI is a single platform for your infrastructure, database, application development, and AI needs. OCI has four to eight times the bandwidth of other clouds, offers one consistent price instead of variable regional pricing, and of course, nobody does data better than Oracle. So now you can train your AI models at twice the speed and less than half the cost of other clouds. If you want to do more and spend less like Uber, 8x8, and Databricks Mosaic, take a free test drive of OCI at oracle.com strategic. That's oracle.com strategic. 
oracle.com slash strategic. This is it, your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global. Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Is writing a daily practice for you? Like some people jog or do yoga. Is it something that, that you do every day? Yeah, I mean, I do it every day whether whether I'm in an actual writing session, I do writing sessions, at least I was, like in the past six months, I was writing like four to five times a week, which ended up wow. being a little bit too much, especially once I had like the music and I, I kind of had to take a step back for a minute and live my life so that I had things to write about. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, whether whether it's an actual writing session where I'm going in with the intention of writing a full song or just like, I voice memo stuff every day or like little titles will come to me inspiring like quotes or just like phrases or whatever it is will come to me. Or if it's just like a feeling that I don't want to forget so that I, you know, cause I, I, I always find that when the inspiration hits or like when lightning strikes, I guess, as they say, it's become really important for me to sit down and write it because sometimes, or like in the past, I would be like, in the middle of doing something and have this creative moment or creative feeling of inspiration and be like, Oh, I'll just come back to it. I won't forget it. But it's so different when you come back to it. You don't, you don't have the same emotion into writing it. So I feel like it's very important. And I feel like any writer, songwriter or just like author, whatever it is would maybe say the same thing. It's like when it comes, write it down and like get the feelings out because I think that's when it's the most valuable and the most emotional and real. What does that that flash look like to you? Is it is it a, a a melody in your head? Is it a feeling? Is it a fragment of lyric? Is it all the above? Is it all the above at different times? What does that look like? It's different at different times, I think. You know, it's crazy. Like recently, it's been happening to me in dreams, which has never happened before. Oh wow. But I'll have like lyrics or concepts come to me or or melodies. And I've I've heard Taylor Swift talk about this before, and I was always like, that's so crazy. And I was, I've like, I feel like I've manifested it into happening for me because it's, it's, I don't know, it's cool. But yeah, so, so I've been, I would call it like my, it's not a dream journal because I just put it in my phone, but my phone journal of dreams entries, I guess, um, that like just the other night I had this concept come to me and I woke up from a dream and I just like wrote it down right away. Cause otherwise, if you don't do it, you forget it. And so sometimes, yeah, sometimes it's like a melody Sometimes it's a concept. It happens a lot when I'm driving. Like things will just come to me. I feel like, or when I'm flying in an airplane, I feel like there's something very ominous. I don't know. There's, I don't like, there's a reason I feel like people cry when they're up in the air. It's just like you're very vulnerable. (laughs) Yes. 
And you're untethered. And well, I mean, at least if you're me, you're terrified because I hate flying. But you're just, yeah, you're you're not connected. Totally, totally. Yeah. And and so I think it looks different. It it happens in various ways, but um when it does happen, it's 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 cool. And I'm just I'm just trying to really get into the pattern of making sure that I write it down when it does happen because I have found that when I don't, I forget it and then it doesn't have the same value. Paul McCartney talks a lot about that. He's, he's one of my, my favorite, one of my favorite human beings. And he talks a lot about how he wrote yesterday. He woke up with just that melody in his head and he wrote Let It Be from a dream from his, his late mother coming to him. And I, I love that. I love those stories. Oh, wow. I didn't know that about Let It Be. That's cool. Oh yeah, so it's so interesting to see the the role that the role that the subconscious plays in in songwriting is just so cool to me. I think it's so interesting. Yeah, you know, Prince always talks about, and I, I've heard other people like Jim Morrison used to always say um, that like it feels sometimes he feels like the heavens are just, or whether it's the heavens or the universe or whatever coming through him, and he's like, it's not. He he would say, you know, it's, it wasn't even me writing it. It was like someone coming through me and writing the song. And it just came out and it's like, it was like, it was meant to be like, basically you're like this vessel of creativity from whatever other universe or, you know, thing is out there, which I always thought was so cool. I'm waiting for that moment too. (laughs) (laughs) It's so, it'll it'll happen. Oh my God. I mean, it's just, yeah, I really do think that, I mean, music's been such a a, a part of human history seemingly since the beginning. People talk about it being some kind of link to the divine and, you know, as as music fans, you're you're tempted to believe that, you know? I mean, there's something. Uh, I I, I sure do, yeah. I, I wanted to ask you, what kind of role does storytelling play on your music? Because I know that's not a necessity for a hit, but I get the sense that for you, that a good story is just as important as a good melody. Yeah, well, I mean, in my day-to-day life, I'm a storyteller. <laughs> for better or for worse, my friends would tell you. Like, for the longest time, I was going to call the EP Long Story Short because it's a joke with my friends that I'll be like, long story short, and then I'll tell the longest story ever. And That's a good title. <laughs> yeah, thank <laughs> you. Well, it might, well, yeah, we'll see. It might be used in another way. But... <laughs> Um, thank you. I, yeah, I am a very much a storyteller. I think that that's what drew me to country music more than anything else is the stories that, you know, are told through country music. Uh, like, unlike any other genre, I think country music has the best stories and, you know, from as long as it goes back, you know, they were taught, you know, I guess, and, and, like when I was growing up listening to those stories is the thing that that's where like, that's the thing that invokes the most feeling and the thing that I think can really help people, I guess, is hearing a full story and seeing how it can relate to their own lives or, or in some way, shape or form, or just to hear the story is, is really cool. I mean, I think that, while my while my production is maybe a little more pop soul leaning, the sticking to the storyteller aspect is very important to me, and it's just yes, yeah, the way I like to write. Have there been some artists that you know that made you see uh, the power of storytelling in songs? I know you've mentioned people like Shania Twain in the past and Alanis Morissette. Completely, and I actually I never bring this one up, but 
Don Henley is a very oh. big uh, inspo for me. And I feel like his, his storytelling, I mean, he's not, I wouldn't say country artist, but he is a great storyteller and just a great lyricist. And I think um, he's just someone that can tell a story in such a way. I mean, Joni Mitchell, too. Like, I feel like there's just deep meaning and metaphors in what they write about and just a way that's like, it's just, it, it makes you feel less alone in the world or something. I don't know. Mm. And and so I think that, yeah, that's just a very important also aspect of music for me and sharing my own music is is that, you know, when I was talking about one of these days earlier and just the fear of talking about my parents going through a divorce and having them hear it, which when I did play it for them, they were, they loved it and they were completely fine with it and it was all okay. But had I had a song like that growing up to listen to when I was going through it would have been so helpful. And so I think that, you know, that's what I meant by music, being able to heal or just help us in many ways. Oh, absolutely. I mean, it's like that. You ever see Almost Famous? Oh, please. My favorite. Yeah, right. It's, it's, you know, whenever you get lonely, go down to the record store, you see your friends. I mean, I think that we all had that period in our lives. And I think there's a little piece of us that still has that in us, too. It's we connect to music in that way. Completely. Oh, that's the best movie. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. I mean, that's, I mean, I'm a, you know, I'm a music journalist and so that, that, Movies probably 75 percent of why, yeah, like, yeah, you know, I mean, probably I'm sure I'm not alone in that, but uh, yeah, totally. But have you had the chance to to meet or perform with, with any of these, these you know, formative figures in your musical development? I know you were just on the Kelly Clarkson show recently, so that that's that story is cool actually, because um, one of these days when I wrote it, um, we for whatever reason, they wanted that they really liked the song, and they were like, "Do you mind if we pitch this?" Kelly Clarkson is looking for a song, and or Kelly Clarkson's looking, and I was like, "I mean, it was such a personal song to me, but also I was like, but if Kelly Clarkson wants it, let's go." Um, and so, or like, we'll see. I don't know. You know, I was. I feel bad saying that now because it is like my song, and but but I, you know, Kelly Clarkson is one of my biggest heroes and long time. Like, I don't know. She's the American Idol, so yeah. Uh, yeah, you know, for more than one way. But, but um, anyway, <laughs> she ended up turning it down at, because, and I guess she said like the song is is it's it's too personal. Like I can't sing it. Like I can tell um, that it's a person. This girl should sing it. And so when she came, when I came on the show, and she saw that I was like on the guest list, she I guess remembered the song and was like. Oh, this is so cool. This I, this girl pitched me the song like however long ago. So it was a really cool full circle moment. <laughs> oh my God, that's so cool. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was cool for sure. Especially just because she is such a, just such an inspiration to me. Um, but yes, to answer your question, I, um, I got to perform uh, last summer with Kelsey Ballerini and the Jonas Brothers, which was really freaking cool. And then I also got to uh, write with Iggy Azalea and um, was on her most recent album. And she fe ended up featuring me on one of the songs. And then she was featured on one of my songs, which was really cool and something I never anticipated happening at all because, you know, country and rap. But now it's, I guess, it's happening. And it's happening more often than not now. I know this is such a... 
a, a question that I'm, that is such a boring question. I'm so curious how you, you answer it, uh, given all your different influences. Do you have any dream collaborators, like people that you, you're just dying to, to sing with, work with, write a song with, anything? So many, so many. I mean, I could, the list could go on, but I mean, I, <laughs> Justin Timberlake is a big one. Um, just because I feel like he has such the country pop thing and I just think he's such a legend and I love all his music. Um, Rihanna is one just because I adore her and wish I was her. (laughs) Um, And then, you know, I think Shania Twain would be a huge one. Um, She's like, I feel like if I, the, the new music that I've been writing, I feel like is very 90s country Shania reminiscent. So... I don't know. That's that's definitely a big dream. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited time 2% cashback on purchases and pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. You mentioned Rihanna. I have to say your version of Love on the Brain. So good. So good. I love it. I feel like that's like a totally underappreciated song of hers, too. I, I love that song. Couldn't agree more. I think it's one of her very best. It's just so good. I love that whole album. Yeah. Anti, yeah. Oh, my God. I mean, she's covered like Tame and Paula and stuff. It's the best. I love that album. I, I, I think I speak for the whole world when I'm 
when I say that we want more Rihanna music? Yes. Yeah. Oh my God, absolutely. <laughs> I mean, I... You're cut. I mean, the, the songs that you choose to cover, they're just so in interesting because they're they are so varied. I mean, you got John Mayer, you had Ariana Grande, TLC, the Chainsmokers. I mean, how do you have any ones on the horizon that you're just, you know, in the pipeline that you really want to cover? I want to do some more Casey Musgraves. She's my, Ooh. you know, that's another person I'd love to collaborate with, along with, oh, I can't believe I didn't mention Chris Stapleton because I've covered so many of these oh, songs. Oh, yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I think, um, yeah, I need to get back in my cover game. I was, I was doing so many so like a while ago, and now I've just been so focused on the original music. But it it is so fun to do those covers and to just make them your own. I I've been um I've been trying to learn on guitar. It's it's pretty hard to play for me, which I'm I'm not a great guitar player, but I I can get by. Um, but James Taylor, um, you've got a friend. <gasps> Oh yeah, <laughs> his stuff is hard because it like sounds simple, but like when you try to do it, it makes no sense. Yeah, and it's all like weird tuning. Yeah, I mean, I I can I can play the very uh, dumbed down, simplified version, <laughs> but um, I'm trying to like actually. I'm sure, it's amazing. It's I promise it's not, but yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that one's soon to come. So yeah, keep an eye out for you. Got a friend. I love James. Oh, Taylor. amazing. Um, I have a, a, a really weird question. You're going to hang up on me for this question. I have read, I saw an interview recently where you said that you were obsessed with ghost stories and having seances. I I got to hear about this. I need, my, my stepmom is a Reiki master and, and does drum journeys and things of that nature. So I, I, I got to hear some seance stories. I am so into this. God, I mean, I will not hang up on you. You'll, I'll be calling you in the middle of the night. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, this is my, when my, when I said I was a storyteller, these are the types of stories that I love to tell because I, well, I don't know. I might get in trouble for this, but I, I swear. And I've always known, at least believed that I have a sixth sense because I've had just so many weird things happen to me um like ever since I was little and I've just like been oddly obsessed with <clears throat> ghosts and I mean ghosts and scary movies but then I went through a phase of like every single weekend having a seance and like trying to do like light as a feather stiff as a board le like levitating yes. and like all that stuff and like just weird my to, to a point where my parents were like Maybe concerned. <laughs> um, but no, like I've just had I, I feel like there's there's just been plenty of instances where I can walk into a room and be like, this place is haunted. And I've just I mean, I'm not gonna tell the story now because I feel like it's maybe not the time, but offline. <laughs> Sorry, we'll save it. Yeah. I'll tell you a really weird story that happened to me um in my grandma's house when I was growing up. Okay, well, we'll save that. We'll revisit. But, we'll revisit. <laughs> but to, to to bring it to bring it back to to the music, is there a? I, I guess you kind of touched on this earlier, talking about Prince's view of music. But do you? Is there a superstitious element to your writing? Do you? Is there like? I, it's got to be this time of day. It's got to be in this room. It's got to be this instrument. I got to have a cup of tea. You know, whatever it is. Are there superstitions for you, like when it comes to? Um, when you were for sure. I mean, I wouldn't say as much as um, 
when I work, so like I have weird things with time. Like, like I, I, well, I mean, I think a lot of people are, like do the eleven eleven thing, but then I started doing oh, this yeah. weird thing with eleven twelve, where I felt like, like when I used to record my covers. This is so bizarre, but it's a good question. Um, like when I, I used love to this so much. When I no same. When I used to record covers, I would like be obsessive because I'm a perfectionist and I would just obsessively like do them over and over and over until like they were clearly getting worse because like my voice was getting more tired. But then like if for some reason the song would end, like if the cover would last like to one minute and 11 minutes or like to 222 or 333 and it was like all lined up, I just have a weird thing with like angel numbers. So I'd be like, I would be like, oh, that's the one because... It, the timing was 3.33, so that has to be it. And I feel like that's a sign from, like, the universe telling me that that's, that's the cover I'm supposed to choose. Like, it's so weird. But, yeah, so, like, I have weird things with time. And, like, my song, my most recent single, More Me, is is two, 20, is 2 minutes and 22 seconds long. And so I was, like, obsessed with that. And so I'm convinced that for whatever reason, like, that's the song because it's two, and it's, we're in 2022, and so... You know, ah. so all these things, yeah, and tw- and two 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 is like an angel number. So yeah, I'm I'm just I have a weird thing with numbers. Are you a rabbit rabbit person or a rabbit rabbit rabbit, depending on your school of theology? And also that I won't if I if I talk before. Is that that's that's what it is? That's the thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. You, you can't. Yeah. that's the first words out of your mouth. To yeah. the point where I will I would like stay up until midnight if I knew it was coming, so that I would make sure to say it, so that it was good luck for the rest of the month. Well, I guess my, my, my last question, it's been such a joy talking to you. I don't want to take up too much more of your time, but I, I, I might have mentioned this earlier. I am somebody who, I love music with all my heart, and I have never in my life been able to actually write a song. I can play a number of different instruments. It just isn't, it, it's just something I've never been able to tap into in myself. And I was just wondering, I'm sure there's a lot of people out there that feel that same way and also probably think, you know what, I'm never going to, I'm never going to make a living out of it. So why should I bother? Why should I try to write a song and kind of talk themselves out of it, which I think is very sad. I always wanted to ask you for somebody like me, who's having a hard time at age 34, getting started writing. Um, what would you say? How would you, you help people like me sort of break on through and, and, and express themselves musically? Well, I, I bought a really good book called, I think it's called the art of the art of music or the art of writing. I forget what it is, but it's like a beginner songwriting book. And I know there's a bunch of them now. Um, but there, there are a bunch of like, and I'm sure you can even just Google it, but there are like good ways that you can basically just like Start from, like as a beginner. If you if you don't know where to begin or how to like figure out a concept or what you can do, there's a lot of there's a lot of great tools online or in bookstores wherever um, that will help you sort of like step by step go through the formula, I guess, of starting to write a song. And I think I find those to be very helpful. I mean, I've used them a lot. I think even if I'm even if I'm stuck because you know. I get writer's block all the time. And that's why I said, like, I had to stop writing really? for a minute. Oh, all I mean, yeah. It doesn't, that's why I was saying, like, when the creative moments happen, that's when I'm like, oh, I got to do it. Because especially in country where it's so concept driven and there's all these, mm. like, twists, especially, like, at the end of the choruses, there's, like, these <clears throat> brilliant twists. And so then I get very obsessed with finding those. Like, oh, let me find this play on words. Like, for instance, Casey Musgrave's Space Cowboy. 
you can have your space, oh. cowboy, you know, like genius things like that, that I am, get so mad that I didn't write that song. But, you know, I get obsessed with that and then I can't even write it, write anything because I'm like obsessed with the concept of it. Um, so I think like, you know, I take a lot of notes in my phone. So I feel like anytime you feel like, oh, maybe that could be like a cool title, you know, like my friend Adam and I all the time will be in conversation and he'll, he'll say something and then we're both like, is that a song? Is that a song? And so we just have like this, <laughs> this list we have now an absurd list of just like, I think it's like, I don't even know how long, but of just potential concepts or titles or whatever. And, and then when we actually do end up sitting down and writing, we'll go through it and be like, okay, what one would make the most sense? And how could we make this, like, what would the story be here basically? So like sweetheart, for example, that came from, I still see the sweet in your sweetheart. And we, he and I wrote that together. And I, I, I think just sitting down and talking to, I would encourage you to also maybe write, find someone else to write with. It's really helpful to co-write. Mm. Um, I always think two heads are better than one. And um, so, yeah, if you have, you know, somewhere to start, I think that going through those tools and like, it, it'll help you be like, here's an idea. Let's now web it into what this could be and how we could bring a story out of this and now write down three, you know, senses that come from this word. And then, you know, you can kind of like wow. direct it into that. And then I don't, do you play an instrument? For me, badly. Yeah, for, but but you know, <laughs> that's that's a start. And I, I mean, you don't even need. I mean, I started out without any. You, I don't think you need accompaniment. You can just you know make up melodies. And I always voice note things into my phone, just little melodies. And then you can kind of like, you know, a lot of times the creative process is always different. But you know, a lot of times you'll just start with like a melody, like la di da di da di da di da, and then. You try to fit words into what could work for that melody. And there's so many different ways you can go. And so many people have different methods of how they start or start a song or whatever. But I think there's, yeah, there's plenty of, if you Google like how to write a song, I bet you could find a million, a million different ways and different tools and like what works for various people that could be helpful. I, I love the the conversational element you mentioned because one of my one of my all time favorite records is uh, Pet Sounds by the Beach Boys and so many of those songs were written just based on Brian Wilson and his lyricists would sit down and have these six hour conversations about life and love and everything and that was where God only knows or Caroline know or wouldn't it be nice would all come from oh completely I mean that's that is what I always say is where so I have this song which is coming I, I can mention it because it's going to be out this summer it's called if I hadn't been drunk and <laughs> basically I was on a songwriting trip this this past uh, winter with like five friends and we were up in Colorado and we had finished writing for the day and started drinking and eating. We were making dinner and we were all having wine. And, and I think, I can't remember who it was that said it, but I think maybe my friend Cece. And we were like, someone said like, well, if I hadn't been drunk, I wouldn't have done this. And I was like, well, if I hadn't been drunk, I probably wouldn't have even like ended up hooking up with Baron, who's now my fiance. And, um, and then we were like, wait, is that a song? And we were all like, if I hadn't been drunk, I hadn't, I wouldn't have done this. And I wouldn't have done this. And my friend Adam was like, oh my God. And runs over and grabs the guitar. And we're all like sitting at the dinner table. And we were just like, okay, what would the song be? And then like, we all started writing it. And it was, that's the beauty to me of like those writing trips too, is because that's, that's how like 
that's how the oldies people used to do it. You know, they would go to cabins. That's like you look at Queen. They go yeah. and, you know, it all, it all comes out of those real conversations. And that's what makes those songs so great because they're so relatable because they, they actually came out of thin air and they weren't people sitting around trying to figure out what the best thing was, you know. A lot of life in those songs. You're right. Yeah. Led Zeppelin, Queen, the band, and Dylan moving upstate to Woodstock. And yeah. Oh, it's a totally. Oh, well, I, I'm going to take all this advice to heart. Sophia, thank you so much for, for your time today. And most importantly, thank you for your music. It's been such a joy talking to you. Oh, my gosh. You too. I, I really, really enjoyed this. We hope you enjoyed this episode of Inside the Studio, a production of iHeartRadio. For more episodes of Inside the Studio or other fantastic shows, check out the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited-time 2% cashback on purchases. And pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather, now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus. This is Malcolm Gladwell from Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. With some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply.